Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. And welcome back to the Prosperity Project. Today, I think we're going to have a really, really great episode because I think it's going to apply to absolutely everyone. We're not just dealing with the entrepreneurs amongst the audience, so thank you very much for joining us on our podcast. But I think this message in particular that we've really been inspired this week to kind of focus on. So I think it's really going to help you if you're somebody at home on your own and you're part of a family or you're even running a large organisation. This message, I hope, will inspire you to go a little bit deeper and really start to build out your prosperity a little bit further in your life. So welcome back to the podcast today. So before we kick off, Matthew, what has been happening the past week? What are some of the exciting things you've been up to and the family's been up to? The kids are continuing to be at school. That's very <laughs> They've exciting. They've just gone back to school. Woo-hoo, We've up had in a small glitch in our flooring fixed. Is that that's, podcast worthy? I'm not uh, sure if that's not, podcast. Not really. Well, there's not really. It's, life is happening. It's all good. But exactly. life is happening. We released some butterflies. There'll be a video yes, about that imminently. Exactly. So that's on our Kempston House channel. We did that with the boys. But yes, yeah, schools are back up here in Scotland. Honestly, what a difference. It has felt like the summer holidays for adults a little bit. Everybody's singing, everyone's dancing. The kids are obviously tired already. But yeah, they've been able to go back to school up here, which has been wonderful. But really, really thankful as well that they're able to return in safety and everything's been thought out for them. So it's been really lovely to have that. Just that little bit of schedule again, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. What have you been doing? What have I been doing? Um, I, well, I've been doing a lot more reading, but in a good way. So obviously during lockdown, we've been juggling making content. Obviously we do a lot of the podcast work at night when the kids are in bed, but filming and things like that, we've had to really tag team to make sure, you know, kept up my content schedule and felt I was still making videos. But the past week that the boys went back at school, it's actually been quite chilled. I've managed to kind of make videos and relax I and all this kind of stuff. I found sitting on the sofa reading a book <laughs> and nearly ready to fall asleep. That's most of the time. It's usually about half one, isn't it? Half one, yeah. It seems to be a post-lunch lull and then you're yeah, ready exactly. to have a little I've nap. had a carby lunch, exactly. The other great thing is, though, the past month, actually, I've had a PT in the mornings. I signed up to a wonderful, wonderful lady who does virtual sessions. So I've been getting up having at about five o'clock half five most mornings and going into the gym and doing little pt sessions and things on my own it's been really exciting and actually that leads us into mm. what we're going to talk about on this podcast which is the three key accelerators of your impact and influence Okay, the title sounds boring, but you will absolutely hopefully get a lot from this episode. So I came to Matt with this idea during the week and I was like, I want, there feels like a topic like, what's the secret of success and impact? I felt like that was kind of the burning question. It'd be really impactful, impactful, ironically, but it'd be really helpful for us to deep dive into and truly believe that it could help others. And I kind of got stuck on that word, like the secret sauce or the secret, you know, like the uh, Rhonda Burns book, you haven't read the secret have you no i haven't (laughs) but essentially like what are the key things that really ignite and set on fire your like accelerators which we've obviously got in the title but what are the key things 
that we can do as individuals in our life that really maximize our impact and influence. And that's not meaning money or success in a business. It's meaning your influence just in good that the world that you have around you. So I think if you're looking at impact and influence, ultimately you need to inspire people in some way. They need to be looking at you as an inspirational source of Mm. information. And in order to inspire people, I think people need to, in some way, aspire to be like you. And that's when you get people resonating with what you've got to say, Mm. listening to your message, listening to your information, your content, whatever it happens to be. And wanting to emulate some of that or Mm. all of that and move themselves from where they are closer to where you are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you'll find that it's a lot bigger than just the things that you're saying and the things that you're putting out there as far as your message and your key concept absolutely we'll, t- we'll touch upon this deep diving on this but I'm just thinking about you know often we hear impact and influence and my mind goes to okay somebody like Tony Robbins or somebody like Muhammad Ali you know that they've had huge impact in their field or their discipline because of who they were and what they achieved so success very much and like landmark things that they have achieved But often, if you go right down to basics, think about a role just as being a sister, a daughter, a brother, a father. You absolutely all have impact. The famous saying is, no man's an island. And it's absolutely true. Even if, you know, your little nucleus right now is just you and, you know, you have to go outside and interact with the world whenever you can, you're influencing and making an impact on other people and their lives. So never underestimate. It's not just the famous people who've achieved great things or sporting events or career highlights this fundamentally comes down to your life as well I think it's such a great topic for us today and the other thing we were thinking about you've mentioned aspirational when I think about it in my own life you naturally want to look for success traits and tips and strategies as humans in anything that's important to you we're goal orientated that's the point we all want to have a purpose we all want to feel that we're contributing to the community to ourselves and those deeper levels and will naturally resonate towards people that perhaps have a glimpse of something how we want to feel or something we want to be part of so for example I just mentioned that I've got a, a, a wonderful PT in the mornings and that's because I also went and you know very much there's a lot of personal trainers out there you know I'm, I'm sitting across for from somebody who's trained to do similar skills as well in your fitness journey Matt but it's all about could I resonate towards that person and in this case I actually resonated towards a female PT which I've never had before and you know she She's a little bit younger than me, different, you know, way of life and things like that. She's not yet got a family and things, but I really resonated with her philosophy towards fitness. And it actually helps, I'm going to say, with her being female training me because she has aspects of her training that work for me. So they work in terms of the way my body works, my hormones. She knows what it's like. And so with anything you find aspirational, it tends to be those markers towards actually how you want to feel or something very akin to actually the direction you want to go. So let's think about what you present to the world when you're um, just out and about in your daily life, whether you're trying to produce something for the world to see, whether it's on YouTube or a website or whatever else, or whether it's just your family. Ultimately, you've got your message, the things that you say and do, Mm. your personality, so the way you deliver it, 
and also the way you present yourself. Yeah. So your appearance, both in your body and also the way you dress yourself yep. and yep. present yourself. I kind of summarize, summarize that as the energy, the vibration of someone. It's that whole kind of your marker on the world, isn't it? It's not just how you look, it's how you sound, it's how you speak, your attitude, it's the whole package. Absolutely. And message is the thing that, especially if you're presenting something to the world, so like you are on the Mum Furfa YouTube channel, message is something that I think is a very important part of what people do. But often you find that it becomes the only focus mm. and the thing that people put most of their attention to without thinking of those other elements. Absolutely, your message needs to be clear. It needs to be delivered with a purpose. You need to know why you're telling people stuff, what you want them to take from it. And you go back to your why as mm. far as what that messaging is. But you also need to make sure that the message is relatable and given context and also that it resonates with the people that you're presenting to. Mm. And with those elements, that's where the how you deliver rather mm. than what you're delivering and also you as an individual make a big difference as to how well that message is received and then whether you're inspiring people or having them aspire to listen to you and take it on board and move forward to where you are. Yeah, I think you have to be careful though because I don't actually think everybody will, everyone's place in the world is to be a thought leader. So sometimes when you hear the word message, it seems very, you know, purposeful. Like I must, the phrase is you must stand for something or you'll fall for anything, right? So you do have to have those, but a deep dive from the, mes the message you want to give. It's actually more the values. What do you want to represent? There's a famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Steve Covey, I think it is, Stephen Covey. Um, and basically that's what he talks about, like finding out actually what do you stand for? And it's not just, right, well, I believe in this and this and this. It's what what are the values? So do you particularly resonate towards being someone who's trustworthy or confident or someone who's with passion? You know, these very description-based verbs, but what are your main core values? And it's the values that whatever life throws at you, then you'll come back to and you'll use that as the anchor for your life. So if it's very important for you and the people around you to see you as, let's say, trustworthy, then again, you'll keep coming back to that anchor hopefully whenever you move forward in situations how would a person of that value then act and move forward so I and I think it's very important with your message if you are someone who wants to be a thought leader be somebody who is an expert maybe in a particular niche or a field if you even just want to have your own business you're going to have to stand for something and people naturally want to to move towards a message uh, a purpose a goal um, and all those kind of basis it doesn't even as you mentioned it doesn't need to really even be a message it can just be anything that you're putting into the public domain, mm. anything where you want people to listen to it, whether it's an Instagram account or a YouTube channel or a podcast or anything, you don't even need to be delivering highbrow information. Mm. Just anywhere that you're presenting something and you would ideally like to make something of it mm. by people consuming that content so you can get somewhere. So it doesn't need to be a money message or a political mm. message no, or anything. It can be just talking about the different nail polishes you like. <laughs> it really makes no difference. But whatever that is, whatever it is you're presenting is ultimately your message. It's mm. what you want people to buy into. And therefore, you need to look at 
all of the various factors that are going to help or hinder potentially mm. your progress. I think message is a huge part because actually I think this is something that everyone, regardless of if you're a business owner or not, should be doing. And let me let me kind of reiterate what I mean. A message is all about the things that you stand for. And I think in the world, we would be, the world would be so much more rounded and community driven if everybody allowed whatever platform they had, whether it's in the office, in the family unit, on social media, if you had that fearless mentality of just sharing the thoughts and the values that you have passionately. You know, how many times have you seen someone on social media share an event that's happened that you would never have realized has happened to them maybe it's been negative or positive they share it to allow other people to resonate and say I'm not alone there's somebody else and usually you would hope that actually this event in the past of that person has then not held them back that's you know that kind of hopefulness and the the hope in the future that other people can resonate towards so if we had more of just people naturally sharing messages that were from their heart and not so much calculated messages that you know I think I should be this person so I'll share this Instagram quote or you know I'll share this pose in front of the mirror share things and messages with the loved ones around you with your community that actually matter to you then we wouldn't see this really harsh divide where people are afraid to speak up actually in the areas that are most important to them so let's dive into these three key accelerators that we happen to have identified here so the first one of them is your message the message itself and ultimately if you aren't living your message then it's not genuine. If you talk about frugal living and yet you're driving brand new expensive cars, then you aren't living the message, which makes you less relatable, which means that people are going to believe in what you've got to say less. Um, Also, if you talk about beauty, then you're presenting that when you've just climbed out of bed and you're looking a little bit on the rugged side. Nope, I always look fabulous, don't I, darling? (laughs) You don't present beauty, so to be fair... Excuse me. <laughs> you don't present a channel about hairstyling and makeup and everything. Many come for my hair and makeup tips. <laughs> so ultimately, everything that you're presenting needs to be relatable in some way, mm. and it needs to be authentic. Absolutely. And you need to be demonstrating the values that you're sharing with other people. Mm. And obviously, it goes both ways. So not only do you not want to present yourself as disheveled and a bit of a mess. But also, you it's very difficult for someone that's very far removed from what they're presenting mm. to actually be believable. So if you're talking about budgeting, but you've come from a very, very wealthy and it's known to be wealthy background, mm. then people, again, won't relate. If Kim Kardashian suddenly decided <laughs> to talk about budgeting and um, how to make the best of your money when you're going to the shops, mm. I don't yeah. think many people would really buy into her message mm. and really pay attention to it or take it seriously. Hmm. I would like to hear her investing advice, so that would be quite good what she's investing in. And, and it's not just being a person with a social media presence or you know a business it's again it's about integrity isn't it so that's another that's an absolute huge 
like an ignition for any impact that you can have in your own world or wider community. Stay true to the version of you that you feel most passionate about. Now that doesn't mean that you might not, you know, fall or mess up, but it means you've always got that anchor, hopefully, that when you do maybe slip in some way, you make a mistake, actually you can come quickly back to and say, no, I truly believe that thought process. And it is also equally okay as your life develops to move messages and what you believe in or based on you know the business at that point in time look if we think about do you remember there's a story about apple before steve jobs and all that kind of came on board the creative team they were i can't remember they were they were billboarded for like being quite a serious brand you know it was very kind of the geeky brand and then they flipped it and i can't remember the slogan but they basically made it like ultra trendy it was in the middle was it middle 90s or 80s they switched it up when they launched the old school Mac. Yeah, they kind of did the I'm a PC, I'm a Mac thing and it, tried to make was, it, like, it was somewhere a total around switch there. to being really kind of trendy. And think about the iPod as well. They, there's so much media attention about it being, you know, for young people, something completely diverse. And it is okay to switch message. But then again, how you cannot say that Apple have deviated at all from their message of being kind of high end, trendy, quirky. They've gone after the graphic designer audience, sell the geek nature and I think that's like anything have the message that means the most to you stick to it and try not to contradict yourself in any way because it just weakens in the message you stand for and I suppose that comes also from like the a beliefs background as well if you're if you're pro, if you're proclaiming something make sure with all your actions and everything that you're doing that you're living up to the message that you want to give because if with any message you're actually hoping to influence people for good so you're hoping to say look I have this thought I have this strategy I think it could help a lot of people I think it could make a difference if you're not keeping true to that thought or that strategy then unfortunately it undermines the, the strategy as being something that can really help people so let's look at accelerator number two oh. on this now this one might bother some people and if it does I'm sorry but Try to look past what we say and look at the actual content and hopefully after it may trigger some people, then you'll find the reasoning for it. Your appearance makes a big difference to your impact. To have people inspired by you, as I said, they need to aspire to be like you and therefore I think you need to have an appearance that supports the messaging you're having. Now, that means that the shape of your body the way you dress your body, the way you present yourself is going to have an impact on what people think of you and how much they can trust your message. So as an example, and this is where it gets a little bit harsh, maybe for some, if you can't discipline your food, as an example, then people might not have faith or belief that your other messages are true because if you can't manage one thing, then possibly they have less belief in the other things that you're talking about. Now, obviously, no one's expecting supermodels to be delivering everything because also that goes on the far end of the scale the other way, where that is also not really something you can aspire to, or a lot of people can't. So therefore, if you go too far the other way, you also become almost this god or goddess that people can't reach. And again, you're not relatable. In the same way, I think if you're in the reasonable bounds of weight and body shape and everything else, 
then you are relatable. You don't have to be the perfect shape. It's, I think, extremes on either end that can maybe put people in a position where they have less faith in what you've got to say because ultimately people make judgments on how you look. I think the key thing to emphasize is it's like you don't have to be a certain size or hair color or skin tone. It's nothing like that. It's all about actually people look and the first thing they see is the way you look and how you dress. And I think it's absolutely so important to show that you love and respect yourself as much as possible, because if you don't love and respect yourself, then how can you expect other people to do the same? So it it all goes down to like the self-care movement, a kind of driver of that. If you're putting attention in a good way to your body, that's not to your detriment. So if you are taking time to make the most, to look after your body, to make sure you've got the longest life ahead that you're going to get good use out of it to deliver your message these are really important factors and I think also we we maybe get tones from people about actually how committed they are to the best version of themselves and and we we do strive towards well I want to emulate that whole person not just how much money they have I want to maybe have the the characteristics they have in their personality I would it's also not uncalled for to like think about oh you know they've actually they've got a, a wife or a husband or a partner and children I really like how they're delivering their life because they seem to have the complete thing that I'm after and I do think appearance, it's like when you go in for a job interview, it doesn't matter what body shape you are, but have you taken time to present the best version of you to look like you've cared after your body, to make sure that you know, you've know you washed, you've dressed as best as you can, just so that you set the tone for actually that you are are looking after yourself and and, and you know you're fully qualified in that situation to then also be heard as well. I think ultimately, and you know, it's just the way of the world a little bit, but no one looks at the Weight Watchers pictures before and after and say, oh, you know what, I'd love to look like the before. They always want to look like the after or get closer to it. And that's where you can judge the kind of inspirational and aspirational view on things. Ultimately, people, and you find the before pictures aren't just about how someone's weight might be, but often people haven't they dressed themselves, themselves, they're not yeah, carrying themselves yeah. well, They the, the photos are just... It's the they, energy of it, it right? Exactly. So it's not about the shape of the body so much. Again, I think extremes are um, something potentially to be addressed, but it's more about the way the person carries themselves, yeah, the way they look, the way they're presented, and the whole before picture just never looks like someone that you would want to aspire to be. But the after is someone normally that is delighted and they don't have to be a woman size eight or anything. <laughs> Often these people haven't made their way to that point. They might never get there because maybe they don't want to. It's not their mm, aim and yeah. there's no need to. But they look happier. They're presented better. They're mm. dressed in clothes that suit them more. Yeah, exactly. They've done their hair a little bit. And I think that when you're putting yourself in the public eye in some way and also to your family, and your kids and everything else ultimately you want to inspire your kids your family and those around you to be the best that they Mm. could be Mm. and therefore 
you should want that for yourself. Absolutely. And it goes back to maybe what I was saying. Your appearance, the energy you give off, how you look, it all goes back to also, it's an inside job. All of this, especially your appearance and the energy you give off is an inside job. So what care and attention are you giving to yourself? Are you working out as in, are you just exercising? Are you moving your body? Think of, you know, the body overall is the same as circulation of money or water or anything. You need to keep it moving. You need to keep it flowing to kind of make sure you're getting rid of all those toxins and anything you might have picked up. Keep it like out your system and make sure it's all circulating. And so it really is a key, this key area is more about the energy you give off. And it's hugely driven by how you've looked after your body on the outside. Also, you know, how much vitality you're putting out. Do you appear to be smiling, happy, passionate? These are all key things that will allow people then to resonate towards you because they'll also see that you're completely passionate and alive with life thanks to your message or what your purpose is. I said, hopefully we haven't offended too many people. It's not the intention at all. No, it's not intention. We've summarised like it's the Uh, energy that you're giving off. Absolutely. And if you have taken a little bit of a negative side to this particular point, then what I'd like you to do is take a look at the people that inspire you most, the people that you enjoy watching, maybe on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, and think about why you resonate with them and who they are and what they are and what they present. And you'll probably find that some of the points that we've made along this appearance piece apply to those individuals that you're inspired by and that you enjoy their content and you enjoy just absorbing what they do and want to hopefully be like. So consider that and then hopefully you'll see that the points we've made aren't unfair. I know that for me personally, so Instagram is one area I don't know if it's just being a woman, but it seems to be there's a lot of extremes in how women present themselves. I tend to resonate towards people that I see seem to be ticking boxes in all areas of life, like they're high achievers with their business. They also usually have families because that's something I'm after. So again, it seems from the outside, of course, you don't know what's on the inside, but it seems like they're very focused on families and that, that sense of identity, making sure they've got family time. They also seem to take part in quite a lot of activities. So they're focused on their fitness. They always seem to be focused on a balance in life. So you might see them perhaps eating a bit of junk food once in a while but the focus is on like good energy putting it in I'm not judging them by you know if they're a size 2 or a 14 or whatever they just seem to be maintaining a fantastic lifestyle in all areas and and if I know that I resonate towards that that's my hope that that's one of the reasons that I want to do that for myself likewise because it seems like they can partake in all life has to offer because they're looking after their mind they're looking after their impact they're looking after their body the kind of full ecosystem so that's who i tend to resonate towards the most so let's look at accelerator point number three your personality (laughs) so not just what you deliver but how you deliver absolutely again it's another signature isn't it of a person absolutely so you mentioned someone earlier muhammad ali Mm, so he's looked upon as one of the greatest boxers of all time possibly the greatest there have been an awful lot of very, very good boxers. Mm. But why is he so well-renowned? I think, I th- was he not one of probably the first 
that was probably around in the television era and all that publicized like it became a household name he had a personality he had (laughs) things to say and a way of saying them which had so much character to them and drew attention to him not just from the boxing community Mm. but a broader community Mm. and that just shows how somebody who some might argue wasn't necessarily the best or then been other people that have been a good, but if they Mm. don't have the personality, (laughs) then they won't get the same status, the same recognition and everything else. And they won't become bigger than the sport they're in. Mm. They'll go, they'll be a good boxer and they'll leave the sport never to be thought about again. Mm. Now you see Muhammad Ali, for me personally, I know you resonate towards him more because again, for me, there was background stuff that I don't resonate with the full package. I think he's fantastic. But for me, it wasn't the full package impact when I think about him. I, I'm trying to think of other people that I might resonate. Sports is something I don't really resonate with too much. I kind of go business, don't I, more than anything. But I know that you certainly have got posters up in the garage and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's about <laughs> the personality piece. Exactly. And ultimately, people want to see a real person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You need to be relatable. And, and that comes down to all points, your message and your appearance and your personality. Mm. You need to be relatable. Someone that is probably like you, but maybe a couple of steps further Absolutely. down the line. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the goal orientation. You, do, you don't want yeah. someone that's miles away mm. because you feel like you can't get there. And you also don't want someone that doesn't feel like they're particularly progressing in certain areas. Mm. So you want someone that is presenting themselves, who's real, and he's also excited and happy about what they do. Mm, absolutely. And I'm going to take this down to a home level. Okay, I'm going to flip it. So we've talked a little bit about, you know, sports personalities, the bigger impact, world impact. Let's take it on the home level. Appearance, and we'll touch upon that, no doubt, before the end again. Appearance and personality are huge for the home, as well as message, actually, all three. But if you know it all comes down to actually what are you wanting the the energy of your home then to be as well so your personality you know if it's traditional kind of setting mother father role or whatever shape a family might look like for you each person will come with their own behaviors and their own positiveness that they can add in and that is absolutely part of the whole dynamic and I think even in the business world you need this flavor of everyone having their own kind of definition of what's special about them the way I communicate and deliver a message on YouTube or podcast is completely different from someone else I would hate to see what someone tried to do a Scottish accent and deliver messages the same way as me because it just wouldn't be as good but you know it's really important to recognize that we've all got these signatures in our personality the good points of our personality that would really amplify the good and the impact that we can do in our home and in the wider community and I think what we need to make sure is it's okay to be all the talents and gifts that you are given and if you've got goals that are in the community or wider world amazing but equally if you haven't quite yet got those bigger field goals that's absolutely okay to still have an impact in your household or the local community or something like that where you can make a difference we all don't need to have personalities that allow us to speak on the stage amongst thousands and thousands of people if you have the personality and you are cheerful and using everything all the talents you had that's incredible make the difference in your little area as well so also remember that how you present yourself across multiple facets of life multiple interactions 
actually impacts how people think of you. Um, so for example, if you're um, trying to do things on social media, then what you present across all of the different platforms represents who you are and whether people can resonate. So it doesn't mean that you should only show the highlights of everything you do, because I think that that means that you are not quite relatable. Absolutely. It means that you can show that sometimes you found it difficult to get out of bed in the morning or you took a nap when you shouldn't have done. You know, you don't <laughs> want to show the horrors and the crazy hardships because mm. that's not inspirational. But it's okay to be relatable and to show that you're a real person and that people live life like you and are like you and you are like them. But also that maybe you're just a slightly more polished person of the people that you want to inspire. Mm, absolutely. Um, and I think... The key thing is we've talked about these kind of three key areas where your impact and influence can really go on fire. And I think it boils down to, I've, I thought of these two words that the whole summary of this message could be, and it's really your personal economy. You know me, I love a financial term. You certainly do. <laughs> and it really is, you know, economy, when we think about, you know, what's going on in the world and recession and money and all that, you think it's out there and it's out under someone else's control and influence the government. But your personal economy is all the value, it's all the difference, it's all the impact, it's all the influence that you can make in your world. That is the people you come in contact with, but also just you internally. So this is all your gifts, your talents. They're completely unique, just in the same way our fingerprint is unique. You have absolutely, I have absolutely no doubt, you have unique talents and gifts and creativity that I don't have and that anyone else has that you were destined and to thrive with and we have to make sure that we're allowing all that personal economy those personal talents to shine through and that's really been the whole hope of this podcast is actually a couple of areas where we might overlook that these things really can set the tone for the impact and the energy and the difference that we can make to the world now in various degrees all three your message the way you carry your appearance and your personality the flavor and the variation that you bring different metrics for everyone but that'll be your secret sauce that'll be the extra little element of you that you can make a difference with people and you have to be looking after yourself you have to be looking after your health because you're the only person that can it's your own personal little bubble that you're building that you can actually make a difference with so never underestimate taking time out working on your personal development working on your goals nobody else's this will absolutely all increase the impact that you can make and then you can see the ripple effects for many many years to come so remember that whatever you present to the world often it won't necessarily impact you negatively but there are things you can do to impact what you do more positively and if you think about something like when you buy a new iphone you're buying the new phone but also you get it in a crisp white or black box <laughs> You take off the lid of that box after undoing the plastic mm. and then you get this nice plastic film. I'm imagining film. it already. <laughs> you get a nice plastic film over your phone and you peel it off and it's so satisfying to see the <laughs> cleanness of the screen. And then you've got the accessories. They've got that little SIM ejector thing in the paperwork that's just like really well packaged and nice. Your cables are all bundled up and it's all in this neat packaged little box. All you did was bought the iPhone. You're not interested in all the other stuff and really that doesn't matter. But I guarantee if Apple started to sell that, or if you bought an alternative phone, let's say there was something that was very similar run on the same 
operating mm. system and everything else. And it came just kind of hodgepodge <laughs> in a box in packaging that looked quite I think you can buy poor. some iPhones like that off a you, wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you probably can. But there's a difference. There's a big difference and you wouldn't notice it. You mm. wouldn't if you were used to having something just thrown in a cheap mm. box and everything mm. else. It's the whole you, you wouldn't see that as being a problem. But the moment you suddenly see something that's got its game up, then it makes a difference. And that, I think, is the point. You can make sure that you pay attention to some of the other details and make what you say more impactful, mm -hmm. which is the whole point of our little discussion today. It's not saying you're doing things wrong, mm -hmm. but it's saying that potentially you can up your game by putting your focus in a few areas. Mm -hmm. And although it might not be really obvious to those around you what they are, you just know when something is really screaming quality and aspirational to you. Mm. And it's easy for most people to do that just by having a little bit of attention mm. to just a few key areas. The great thing as well is a journey, right? So I automatically think about there as you were talking about the process of being a content creator. So I've been making videos for two and a half years now on YouTube. And the first videos that I made, I believed they were the best that I could make at that time. They were and absolutely the best. They were the, no, but they were best at the time yeah, that I could they, make they, they based on my knowledge, right? And that's that the point. And it's an evolution. So the version of you that you might become in five, ten years' time, it doesn't matter. It will no doubt be a thousand times different to the version of you starting now. But the main thing is you go to everything that you're creating, everything that you're sharing, everything that you're being with, okay, how can I just make the next one even better? How can I make the next day even better can I wake up at six o'clock rather than 10 o'clock in the morning and really see if that makes a difference if it doesn't go back but you know every single day think about what are the next steps I can do so that you're showing up and also that you're not having extra baggage in terms of the messages that you want to say that day or who you want to speak to like you don't have to think about you know does my hair look good or my outfit look good you just know that you've spent time beforehand and you know that it's the best version of you that day that you can make so today's episode I really really hope has been a little bit deeper thoughts in there about a bigger picture about actually making a difference in your local home in your local area even in the world with whatever you're doing we really hope it's been applicable if you're on your own all the way up to if you're running you know a multi-million pound company and the whole ethos being that we all have this unique energy and spirit that we can deliver the things that are important to us and the messages that we want to share. So I hope it has really been helpful and it's touched upon those areas. And the great thing is if you have enjoyed today's episode, episode especially, we would really love if you check out the other episodes in our podcast. We're making them now for a good number of months and it'd be fantastic if you might want to listen to another episode after this one. So if you have enjoyed today especially, why not also give us a five star review? You can do that and leave us some feedback. We would love to read your comments. And even you can hit the little subscribe button or the notify button so that you never miss an upcoming podcast from the prosperity project so thank you so much for listening today i truly hope it has been useful for you a little bit of thought-provoking conversation and if you do fancy catching our other work i have a youtube channel called mama furfer that you can find all about personal finance and investing and success and we also have our family channel which is called the kempson house 
voice on YouTube that you can find all behind the scenes life around here. There's vlogs, there's travel vlogs, there's meal plans and butterflies. Butterflies are coming. Butterflies (laughs) are coming. They'll be available probably now. Exactly. So that'll be super if you want to catch that. So thank you so much for listening today and we'll speak to you very soon. Bye.